Plantains by any other name are still bananas. And now there's a new game in town led by an hombre named Matt. A poker-playing, cigar-smoking, barbecue-eating talker. They call him magic in these parts. And he's made bananas a kind of art form. The kind of talking that makes people sit up and bark at the moon. Don't leave his fame. Ordinary just got better. Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt Allen. <laughs> Knew that Robert Carradine was a whiskey drinker. Knew that. Didn't know he was a cigar smoker. As he sits here in the Lighten Up Lounge, 1876 Virginia City, Nevada, Stell Park, smoking Matt, a big you know, fat stogie, drinking a little whiskey. Yes, Robert. Before I came on the air with you, I explained to you that in the Big Red One, with, with Lee Marvin. With Lee Marvin, directed by Sam Fuller. The director, Sam Fuller, instructed me before we started, Carradine, I don't want you not smoking a cigar ever in this movie. Love that director. Yeah. Man. And so there I am, D-Day. I'm coming out of the ocean. Yeah. I have a cigar. Love that. Yeah. And the great Lee Marvin, who I had the pleasure of meeting in Beverly Hills 20-some-odd years ago at a cigar event. And you talk about a man's man and a cool dude. Oh, the coolest. Was that the greatest? Was that the greatest? No, he was the coolest. I should tell you the story about when I met him. Yeah? I flew to Israel, where we shot for six weeks on the Big Red One. And we're going to go out to the rifle range, and we're going to shoot the M1 Garand so that the actors could mimic the recoil of an M1 Garand. Hold on just a second, Robert. Hey, Laurie, would you turn Mark uh, C.G. Boyer's microphone off? Because we can hear him crunching Skittles. He's got, like, potato chips and Twizzlers and crap in front of him. Man, can't you eat before the show? Sorry, the great Robert Carradine. Hey, man, I haven't got nothing to eat. What's going on here? (laughs) No, no, because because you're a professional, Robert. Yeah, I don't eat on mic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so anyway, we're in Israel, and we're waiting for Lee Martin to get in the car and we're all kind of nervous because we haven't met him yet so it's me mark hamill bobby DeChico, and kelly ward and we're sitting in the back of a mercedes stretch sedan nice. waiting for lee marvin he finally gets in the car we're on our way to the rifle range he hasn't said hello he hasn't said nothing we just take off driving and we're looking at the back of this guy's head which is the size of a pumpkin and it's, you know, the Marine Corps haircut. Yep. Shaved on the side, a little tuft on the top. And it's all red, like it's been, you know, in the sun too long. And finally, he says something. He says, which one of you is Carradine? Oh, no. Oh, no. I said, I am. He says, fuck you, Carradine. <laughs> okay. That's how I met Lee Marvin. That was it? Yeah. <laughs> did, did he smile? Did he laugh after that? I was looking at the back of his head, man. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, no. Oh, he, 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 he wasn't even looking at you, man. I bet he, he wasn't you. even looking. I bet he knew your father pretty well. Yeah, he knew my father. He knew my brother, Keith. Yeah. And I asked him about that two or three weeks into the production. I said, what was with that introduction? He said, well, I knew I had to keep up with four of you young sons of bitches, and you're the only one I ever heard of. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, he was cool, man. Did you get along with your father? I got along with my dad great. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, have you got some more fire? I think I think my cigar went out. Yeah. Hey, Billy, when I when I shushed you away, I really mean it because it is it is you know you can call this a lot of things, and please don't call Outlaw Radio a lot of things, but it is my show. So when I when I shoo you away, I truly mean. He's just trying to help, Matt. I understand that, right. and I'm trying. Leave to, Billy alone. And I'm trying. What? Leave him alone. 
alone. You know what? Why don't you go pet somebody's leg, Lori? Yeah, yeah. It's about yeah. Go back Tomorrow. to petting. Go b- back Tomorrow. to petting legs. And and Billy is. That's our, not going to live. By uh, the way, Robert Carradine, what you don't know, and and I think you need to know this now, is Billy Dilly is our HR guy on the show. Yes, he's our HR. If you have That's to a little go, frightening. It's a, it's a go-to. You have to go to him. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. Yeah. I'm 64 years old. You're a baby. I'm a baby, but I'm a hell of a baby. <laughs> and in all my years in show business, yeah. I've never been on a more fun set. Oh. Love that. Than Outlaw Radio. Cool, Love man. You. Now we're talking. Love that. Isolate man. that. Yeah. All right. What? Okay. Another thing you may not know is that you, Robert Carradine, and Lori Downey Jr. have something in common. Uh oh. Uh huh. Mort- I swear I didn't know. Listen, <laughs> listen, you'll know now. Morton Downey Jr. and Lori Downey Jr. were married. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you, did you not work with Morton on one of the nerd movies? No, I worked. Well, yeah, actually, we did. Yeah. Right. But I did another you. more obscure movie with Morton Downey. Is that right? Yeah. It was called Palmer's Pickup. Oh, yeah. And it was directed... <laughs> By Christopher Coppola. Right. Oh, wow. The nephew of Francis Ford Yeah, we Coppola. had him over right. here. Yeah. He's the one with the cat. Yeah, had Christopher over yeah. here. Yeah. He had a cat on his shoulder. He came over. He was all Yeah, and he loves cigars. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's Christopher. Yeah. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Now, Steve Zacharias, was he ever on the set? Of the first film? Yes. I'm not sure I would know that because we Steve were pretty Steve Je- Zacharias up. and Jeff... Buhai, Bohai? Jeff Buhai, yeah. Buhai. Yeah, they were writers on that, I believe. Yes, they were. And that went nowhere. And, I just and that went that nowhere. Way. Well, Steve Zacharias, <laughs> you, Laurie used to be friends with Steve, and then they had a sort of a... Well, he kind of went south. I don't know what happened to him. Well, well I remember when we shot Revenge of the Nerds Part 4, which Steve Zacharias directed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had to be done by 5 o'clock every day so he could get down to Hollywood Park. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there are priorities yeah. in showbiz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what, what is this new movie we were speaking of before you hit the airwaves? There's a new thing you're working on, or is it in the can? But it's with uh, a Hinton, who will be on the show a week from today. And a kid from the Rifleman? Yeah, Johnny Crawford. Now, now what, so I'm assuming a Western or no? It's a Western, and it was shot in Virginia, which I guess technically makes it an Eastern. Yeah, it <laughs> and uh, we shot this thing over the summer, and it was really, really fun. Uh, there were some very cute... Uh, cocktail waitresses, uh-huh. where we used to frequent the bar, uh, and yeah. every now and then we'd shoot something. <laughs> man, I want to be on your set, bro. Yeah. It's a good set, man. <laughs> Robert Carradine is uh, uncle of the actress Martha Plimpton. That's right. I love that chick. Yeah, and I mean, she's been nominated more than once for a Tony. And uh, she's the girl that, when she was 15, said famously on the television, nothing comes between me and my Calvin Klein." Yeah, that's her, man. Oh, wow, that chick. Wow. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, you know her name. She has that, that distinguished yeah. face. I mean, you know that woman. I say chick, and this is like his niece or something, right? But by the way, oh, did, Ro- niece, man. did yeah. Robert Carradine ever get his light his uh, for the cigar? Yeah, yeah, I'm going, man. I'm, I'm, I'm burning well here. I know you're, try- I know you're trying now, to light that. Back thing. when I used to race cars, yeah. we had a race in Denver, Colorado, and I brought my daughter Ever with me, Ever, who is one of the stars of Handmaid's Tale. Nice. So we're in the pits, and my chief mechanic comes into the trailer where I'm getting into my racing uniform to go racing, 
And he says, man, there's this chick out there with a hot ass. Oh, no. And I look, and it's my daughter. And I said, hey, man, that's my daughter. He says, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I said, no, it's okay, man. She's got a hot ass. Yeah. Hey, the, truth, it, the truth is the truth. Yeah. I love it. Oh yeah. I now Robert, it. your it was your stepbrother, David? No. No. That was my brother. That was your brother. Yeah. Who got you into the car racing back in the day? Um, well, I kind of did that on my own. Okay. I'd always wanted to be a racing car driver, and I honed my skills on Mulholland Drive. Oh, boy. Which is a street that runs between the San Fernando Valley and the you know, downtown section yeah, of Los it's, Angeles. It's curvy, yeah. yeah it's I very take curvy. That slow. I can't imagine racing. No, it's a very famous race course uh, for <laughs> illegal racing. Oh, great. So I was up there doing my thing for years, and finally, my brother David said, hey, man, let's go to Daytona for the 24 hours. I said, said, okay, and he bought a Ferrari Daytona race car. Mm. We went to Daytona. We came in eighth overall and third in class. Nice. Wow. Hey, nice. You know, this is out of like 50 cars, yeah. so we, we did really well. Nice. Did you ever run into Paul Newman, an avid race car? Uh, no, Paul, Paul was my co-driver. Yeah, no, you're making that Seriously. up. Seriously. Is that true? Yes. That's cool. And then Paul and I didn't see each other for another, I don't know, 15, 18 years, and we were on the Lotus team together. Nice. Wow. And it was really cool, man. I remember once we were in the pits at Elkhart Lake, which is the maybe penultimate race car track in America. And we were, you know, sitting around the pits, and he's got his Newman's own stuff for Spaghetti your Spaghetti sauces and salad no, but the, uh, yeah. the salsa. Salsa, yeah, yeah. And I said, hey, man, is this stuff any good? And he said, we ought to try it. And that was his, you know, underhanded way of saying, yeah, my stuff's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, you know that Adam Carolla has bought every car that Newman owned. Is that right? No, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. No. Adam the Carolla, the uh, the radio uh, yeah, the king? podcast guy. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Adam and I almost wound up on TV together in the American version of what, what's that show out of England where they do the cars. Uh, oh, yeah, I just watched it the other day, man. Uh, I, I just started watching this thing. You know, that Car England show. It is, man. I, I, yeah, I just started watching that thing. Yeah, yeah that show. The guy yeah, that got yeah, fired. Yeah, right. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to give him a plug. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> but he bought he bought all those cars with the commission he owes me. So that Oh, uh, good, Howard. Yeah, Howard used to represent drawing? Adam. You're talking about Mulholland really quickly. A buddy of mine had this Porsche, this 911. He says, hop in. Let's take a little ride over the canyon. And we we got a Mulholland and a Porsche in Mulholland. And this guy was doing like 80 around some of that stuff that that that, that drive and a Porsche handles so well. So Robert Carradine, you're oh, a bit Carradine. of a daredevil, are you not? <laughs> yeah, I guess I am. <laughs> yeah. So to be on this earth for 64 years, that's a blessing. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I survived some amazing. Yeah. Well, we, we I, some of that is available through the internet. I mean, you see pictures of that car, and and I mention it again. God bless you for being alive, man, for living through that thing. Hey, I owe the fact that I'm alive to my brother Keith. Yeah. Yeah, after that crash in March of 2015, I was laying in the hospital on a drug-induced coma, mm. and I was fading. And uh, my wife, my ex-wife, yep. was at uh, the spa in Telluride getting a massage. Yeah, what you care? And the doctors called my brother Keith and said, "Hey, you got to get somebody up here, man. Bobby needs a little know, more, family. He needs family support. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh." So the word went out, and my brother Mike Bowen, who's my half-brother, he, he was pretty famous for Breaking Bad. He was the head of the Nazi thing oh. in Breaking Bad. He showed up with my nephew, Cade, and my other nephew, Shane, 
and they hung out with me and told me how much they loved me and kept me on the planet. Wow, wow. wow. that's beautiful. It's Hold on a minute, man. That's, that's your brother from Breaking Bad? Yeah. One of my favorite. I think that's possibly one of the best television Mark, shows ever done. Mark, oh, you, I, I totally agree with you, man. He's a Caradine. You know, he knows everyone. Brilliant he's, freaking show. He's related to yeah. everyone, including yeah. uh, some folks on Celebrity Wife Swap. Are you glad you did that thing? Oh, yeah. Let me, <laughs> let me count the ways. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I was pushed into that kicking and shoving the whole way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for for those of uh, of you out there that have not heard about Celebrity Wife Swap with yeah, Robert what, Carradine, what was that thing? Yeah, I, I don't own an island in uh, <laughs> okay. Just, just so you know, Suppose. and Terrell Owens does not own the house that we filmed <laughs> okay. in. Okay, it was all false. Yes. That was false news. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait a second, fake, no, news? fake news. Fake news. Fake news. Wait, fake news in Hollywood? Never. Never. Oh, never. 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 Sure. Yeah, because supposedly he regularly visited a private island off of Tahiti with his wife of 25 years and their daughter and former NFL pro Old Owens uh, lives with his friend in a house. So the whole thing was concocted. A big crock of crap. Yeah, the only part that wasn't concocted was when Terrell Owens came up to me and said, hey, can I have your old lady's phone number? Whoa. <laughs> did did T.O. really wow. do that to you? Yes, man? he really did that. Oh, but was, was it tongue in cheek, though? He was No, kidding. he wanted her phone number. Uh, and you gladly said, you know what? Have a happy day, right? No, I said, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Man, you know, some people... And then you gave him the phone number. Some... No, I never did. Never gave him the phone number. Some people are really stupid. Yeah. <laughs> some people are That's really stupid. Unbelie- well, not unbelievable. Yeah. Okay, okay. Aside from your father, who do you look up to in acting? And forget about contemporary guys, because there are no movie stars. They're all dying. Burt Reynolds, dead. You know, the, the movie stars are gone. But out of all of those guys, living or dead, who do you think is the greatest actor of all time? You being a great actor yourself, Robert Carradine. Of all time? Yeah, who would that be? Holy crap. Okay, just a great actor, someone that you revere. Al Pacino. Yeah, okay. Now let me tell you a story about Al. Yeah. They were shooting uh, The Godfather Part Two, and they were looking for somebody to play his teenage son. Right. So they flew me to Nevada, to Lake Tahoe, and I did a screen test with Al Pacino. And Francis Ford Coppola. For The Godfather. For The Godfather Part Two. Wow. And Francis came up to me and he said, okay, you've been away at college and you want to convince your dad, Al Pacino, that you want to be part of the family business. Rural action. It was an improv. I had to do an improv with Al Pacino. No size. Do a good job. I guess not, because <laughs> yeah. they, they didn't include the that bad, scene in the movie. The bad, the bad news is it wasn't uh, it wasn't Godfather 3 they cut you out of. <laughs> we'll be this after back at Outlaw Radio with the great Robert Carradine. Drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.